Jesus. And the mother of Jesus was there. The Jesus also invited his disciples to the wedding. And when the wine was all gone, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no more wine. And Jesus said to her, A dear woman, O oh dear woman, what is that to you and to me? What do we have in common? Leave it to me. My time, our to act, has not come yet. His mother said to the servant, Whatever he says to you to do, do it. Verse 6. Now there were six water pots of stone standing there as the Jewish custom of purification, that is ceremonial washing, demanded, holding 20 to 30 gallons apiece. Verse 7. It says, Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water so they fill them up to the brim to say it then he said to them draw some out now and take it to the manager of the feast to the one presiding the superintendent of the bouquet and so they took it to him and when the manager tasted the water, just now turned into wine, not knowing where it came from, though the servant who had drawn the water knew, but they kept back the good wine. It says in the verse 10, And he said to him, Everyone else serves his best wine first. And when people have drunk freely, then he serves that which is not good. But you have kept back the good wine until now. But you have kept the good wine until now. Verse 11. This, the first of signs, miracles, wonder works, Jesus performed in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory. By it, he displayed his greatness and his power openly, and his disciples believed in him. They adhered to him, they trusted in him, and they relied on him. Blessed be his word. And I pray that anyone who's connecting, the hand of the Lord will rest upon you. You will encounter Jesus. You will be refilled for the race. And the kind of testimonies you require, God will work it in your life. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Healings, diverse kinds of healings. The supernatural touch of God's word. In the name of Jesus. Now, this wonderful verse talks about a lot of things, but I'm going to summarize it and we are going to enter into the key points and I believe it's going to be a blessing unto us. We find a particular event happening and this event was 
no other event but a wedding that was happening in a city called Kana. Now, that city, when I mean, I did a little bit of research, I got to know that that city Kana stands for what? The reed. A reed. Reed. A place of reeds. A place of reeds. Now, the Bible says that it was during a wedding and I mean, a lot of people were invited, but the Bible says that Jesus was invited to that wedding. And as well as his disciples with his mother. But something happened. The Bible says that the wine in the wedding got finished. The wine at the wedding got finished. I want us to address something and focus on something. That is the marriage. The Bible says it was on that time that the first miracle that Jesus did was recorded. Marriage. The union. The union between two parties. The union between a man and a woman. The union between man upon the altar of marriage where God was established in their life. Marriages are very key. And I believe that in the dealings that God has with men, God wants to come to union with man. God wants to come to union with us, with you and I. And when that union isn't there, we are not able to have that fellowship. We are not able to have that fellowship. So, um, to touch on that, we get to know that the wedding was a good thing. It was a merry, I mean, in our weddings, we find merry people going up and down happy. It's good news. But something that was supposed to bring about good news, happiness, I mean, rejoice, tend, and it became something of disappointment, of, 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 of un, 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 unmerited, un, uncalculated misfortune. That was the wine getting finished. Amen. And the Bible says that, when that happened, Mary came to Jesus. You see, when we talk about marriage, it is a union between two. In our lives, God wants to have a union with us. When you go back to the beginning, the Bible says that a man and God had fellowship. There was a union. God came together. The Bible says that there was a conclave of the Trinity seeking to create man in their image, in his image. And to have union with man on earth. So that whatever that God does in heaven is what? Reflected on earth. That was the main purpose of the union. That through that union, man will have dominion, man will have what? Increase, will have prosperity, and whatever that came along with it. Now, the fellowship of Adam with God led to what? I mean, establishment of what? I mean, the union of marriage, where Eve came into the scene. And there was a covenant that was established, you see. But for some reason, that union was broken because 
there was an introduction of a third party that is Satan. That broke that relationship. And most of us, our relationship with God, for some reason, isn't the way it's supposed to be. God has purposed and has brought us into this world to have fellowship, to have a deep union, so that we can carry out what we are supposed to carry out. The Bible says, and the wine was what? Finished. It disrupted the wonderful celebration. It disrupted the happiness, the merry. It disrupted it because there's no wine. There's no drink. There's no freshness. There's no, I mean, continuity of the merry. That is to say, what kept the ceremony going and what made it wonderful was no more. Some of us in our life, what brings joy, what brings hope, what makes us happy when we wake up from our bed, it's no more. It's like there's no joy in our life. Even though we are going to church, we are praying, but we don't have that peace. Our first love has, 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 I mean, has disappeared for God. And God is crying out. He says that I'm going to bring a new wine into your life. I'm bringing a new move. I am bringing increase. But before that, if I can do that, I want that deepened relationship. I want to sit and reason with you. I want a deep union. I want the deep of you to call out to the deep of me, where we will sit together. I want you to be planted and rooted in me. This is what God is seeking, that we will come to a place where we are engrafted into the vine, that is Jesus. That we are deeply planted in Jesus and Jesus in us. The scripture says, let Christ, let the word dwell in you richly. You see, dwell in you richly. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28, I mean, it talks about the union where God comes in and talks about man, the unity between man and God. But for some reason, in Genesis 3, that union breaks. In our life, as we walk, as we journey, sometimes certain things come and they test our faith. And most of the times, some of us, we are not able to, what, I mean, overcome and, I mean, stand strong. Sometimes in our family, there are certain altars that fight us, fight our, our, I mean, our, our work with God, fight. There are families that do not allow people to serve God. They want them to serve altars, darkness. But I believe that in this time, God is going to bring liberty to you and your family. Sometimes it might be past relationship. Sometimes it might be um, associations that has brought us unholy and ungodly union, built up certain soul tides. Some of us, we have certain soul tides with spirit, with evil spirit that we contacted through our bloodline. We contacted through certain things we watched. We contacted through our past relationship. Even though we have accepted Christ, these spirits are still having influence over our life. And sometimes you just come to a place where 
you, 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 you go back to your former things. And tonight, it comes to an end. God wants to bring us to total union with himself. You cannot serve two masters. It is never possible. See, Isaiah 48 verse 13, verse 18 says that we should forget the things of old. So if it is past flings, relationship, I mean, disappointment from loved ones, from family, I mean, you need to forget and do not consider those things. The people that you used to do certain things, sin with, I mean, talk, I mean, lazy about, you need to move away from that. And come to a place where you find people who will strengthen you. And that is how you come to a place you receive new wine. The association where God is taking you is that I have plans of hope and not of evil, of prosperity, of a better future. And when God has a plan, he makes the relevant people available to see to it that you get there. It says, iron sharpened iron. So that's a friend sharpens the countenance. So the team that you surround yourself with, you need to find an A team. People who are going to push you forward. Where we are going, where we are going as a church, we need to gather together. The Bible says that the brethren, that the disciples gathered together. Even though Christ had departed and gone to heaven, and they were alone with the Romans, with the, I mean, with, 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 the, with the persecution from the, 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 the church at that time, the Judaism sect, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, I mean the Sahendrin, they gathered together. And the Bible says they were praying. They were strengthening each other. And in that place, the Bible says that there came the Holy Spirit, the new wine. He came to fill them up. And the Bible says that people thought they were drunk. I said, no, with the Holy Spirit. We are filled with all the Holy Spirit. We are filled with all the Holy Spirit. You can never serve two masters. If you want to enjoy two wine, then the true wine, the divine, has to be Jesus. You cannot be joined to any other thing. Jesus says something that you cannot serve two masters. And you know what? God is a jealous God. God is a jealous God. He doesn't give room for any other God to come in. He doesn't want to share you with anyone. So when you look at the dealings of God with, I mean, the Israelites, with the patriarchs and the matriarchs, with the apostles, God was so jealous. He wanted to keep them to himself. Abraham broke the covenant and the union. I mean, Adam broke the union. And that was as a result of listening and obeying the devil. And as a result, we fell from glory. And as a result, he says, all has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So God seeks union. He seeks partnership. God cannot do anything. And as a matter of fact, he wants us to rebuild that union. Come to a deeper place so that he can pour out himself. Where there is fellowship, where there is union, there is always new wine. God always pours out himself. He said, for I have poured out my spirit upon all flesh. 
You see, that my sons and my daughters, there's a union there, a union as a fact of the blood. We are united with God through the blood of Jesus. So for us to have that flowing, we have to have that relationship with Christ intact. Our fellowship with God intact. We don't have to be lukewarm, especially in the next season that the church is entering to, a place of abundance, a place of authority and power, for us to be able to ex execute God's will perfectly, we need to have a union with God. One thing that Jesus came to do was to break and to set us free from our former husband, that is a devil. And Jesus married us as a church. He married you. He took you. And whenever we recognize the Lordship of Christ, you see, we come to that place. And it's sad that most of us, we have invited Christ, Jesus, into our life. But we have relegated him to the back seat to be a witness. So the Bible says in John chapter 2, verses 1 to 5, that the wine got finished, even though Jesus was invited, but it got finished and he was there. The people who invited Jesus did not come to him. He was a son of God, yes. He was the Messiah, yes. But they didn't. Until somebody came and said, we have relegated you to the back. Come and do what you are supposed to do. The reason why your life, you are not seeing certain things is you are not having Jesus take every aspect of your life. We have to come to a place where the word of God is everything to us. You consult God on every single thing, the minute thing. Even the place you take or you buy your groceries, where you even trim your hair, your saloon, your barber. You need to tell God. God is interested in a minute thing. Enquire of God. See, we have relegated the Holy Spirit to the back scene. That is why we are not seeing new wine. We are using the stagnant old ways. Until Jesus becomes the focus of attention, we are not going anywhere. And all that it took was for a woman that is married to ask. See, Jesus said, ask, seek, and knock. And whatever you do, you will get. Until we come to a place where we keep on pressing for the intimacy that Christ will have all of us. We will not have the benefit of having new wine. The Bible says God sought for a man to stand in a gap. And the Bible says, and in the verse 5 of, I mean, John chapter 2, the Bible says that Mary said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And the servants did something. They just followed. They failed according to what Jesus said. So now, most of us, we say we are children of God. But are we hearing the voice of the master when he speaks? When God says the move, 
and he speaks it, do you have the ear to hear? And even when you hear, do you obey it? Because it takes obedience. God is interested in the heart that obeys. That heart that comes to a place of union, that says, I am united with Christ. I am one. Wherever I go, I would go with Christ. If I die, I die with Christ. If I live, I live with Christ. That is the mindset God wants us to come to so that we can be able to live the life that he wants us to live. It means that if we want to see Jesus in our cities, in your marriage, in our marriages, in our studies, in our universities, I mean, in our businesses, in our churches, the ministries, whatever, I mean, we need to stand in the gap until something happens. Mary stood in the gap to see that there's new wine, that the marriage doesn't break. You are in your family, you need to stand in the gap until you see Jesus move. That is why Jesus moved, because there was somebody to provoke, to challenge, and to move his hands. He said, my time is not here up. Some of us, we need to disconnect from certain unholy relationships. We need to disconnect ourselves from certain spiritual marriages, certain spirits that have taken place, things that have taken place in our hearts. That isn't allowing us to have God or see God's hand. God wants to have all of you. And in that, he wants to have a union with you. I pray you will give God that chance. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I want to...